Welcome to our podcast, A Healthier You. Um, sorry about uh, having so much material last time that we had to do it a part two to, f- to finish off. I think it's a great idea. If you haven't heard the first part of it, I'm just going to quickly go through quickly the things that we talked about there, just, just the substances necessary for making myelin sheath. Okay. We came up with uh, cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And you don't want damaged cholesterol. You don't want processed cholesterol. You need cholesterol that your liver makes. So we had talked about uh, working on your liver so it can make the good fluffy cholesterol that's necessary for making myelin sheath. We talked about lithium. We talked about zinc. We talked about um, vitamin C, lecithin, iodine, uh, tryptophan, iron, amino acids, uridine. That's where we got to. Right. And uh, so I'd, I'd go back and listen to the first part of the program as far as the reasons for it. If not, then you've still got the information of what you need to make myelin sheaths to repair it. Um, then we, we mentioned also the uh, B vitamin, all the complexes. Right, right. And so one of them, inositol, is absolutely essential for making myelin sheath. And uh, that, of course, you're going to find in nutritional yeast. It's got all the B-complex vitamins in it. Now, um, I was doing the research, they also uh, didn't necessarily say this is a substance needed for making myelin sheath. They found different uh, herbs and things that promoted the production and manufacture of myelin sheath. And the first one I ran across was lion's mane. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily there was a component of mushroom uh, for making myelin sheath, but that lion's mane was intricately involved in the production of myelin sheath. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. Yeah. So other things that uh, have to be present in order to make myelin sheath, to repair that, uh, would be... Flavonoids. The body uses flavonoids to make this protective covering around the, the nerve. And it's something that's different than everything else because it's something that has to not conduct electricity through it. Right. And still be a living uh, substance. And so the cell structure is made with all these different substances. They have to be there present to make it. So flavonoids. Flavonoids in general, and you're going to get those in uh, fruit. Right. And uh, we've talked before about the white part of citrus. So when you eat your fruit, eat it all. Don't throw away this and throw away that and say, I don't want any of that. You know, just eat it all. Eat the fruit. Um, Here's a hormone, whether you're a man or a woman, that needs to be present in order to make myelin sheath. That's testosterone. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're having a hard time making testosterone, you might think about uh, the herb ginseng, which is probably the number one herb for testosterone to make it. You, you want to think about that, about ginseng, and also about not taking a drug to block your body from making cholesterol because testosterone and everything else is made from cholesterol. You know, it's just it's directed... Uh, with uh, what's in ginseng that'll help make the specific uh, hormone that you need. But hormones have to have cholesterol to make them. So you have to have cholesterol 
to make what you need to repair the neuro, neuro, neuron sheath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something in, intricately necessary that you can't do without for making myelin sheath. Isn't it interesting you have all, all these things to, to make this one substance? Mm -hmm. You've got to have omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3. And you're going to get that in flax. And we talked the other day about purslane, you know, and that's free. You don't have to spend money buying uh, flax oil. You can go out in your garden, and instead of throwing it away, eat the purslane, eat the purslane. which is very, very nutritious for you and has the, all the omegas in it. Omega fatty acids. Okay, here's one. You don't have to go out and buy the supplement, but you need vitamin D to make myelin sheath. And so it's not really in the food source. You don't have a lot of uh, vitamin D out there in the food source, so what do you do? Sit you in go the sun. out in the sun, mm -hmm. and the sun rays penetrate your skin, and they interact with what? Cholesterol. <laughs> And you make vitamin D. So there's another substance you need your cholesterol for in order to repair myelin sheath, vitamin D. So we go back again to the very first part of the other program, which was first thing you need in order to make the myelin sheath is a good source of cholesterol. Exactly. And you know, they're saying, oh, everybody has too much cholesterol. Everybody has too much cholesterol. No. They don't have too much cholesterol. They have too much damage to cholesterol. Mm -hmm. and, it, and you have to help the body cleanse that out of the system. And you know what? It's not going to cleanse out. You know what the body does with damaged cholesterol? What? Takes it back to the liver. So you have to have a healthy liver. So, so if, if it was so dangerous, the body would dump it into the bowels. Mm -hmm. But no, it takes it back to the liver to be refurbished because it's such an important nutrient. And they're doing drugs to stop you from making it. That's interesting. Duh. Yep. So everybody work on your liver. Make sure your and, liver is And just on statins alone, they're making like $30 billion a year just on statins. <laughs> and that's like the whole health industry put together. Just yep. one drug. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, besides vitamin D, uh, a companion nutrient that seems to go with it, but we don't get from the sun, would be K2, vitamin K2. And uh, eat a lot of green leafy vegetables. So you get it from your greens. So don't eschew the greens. They're necessary. <laughs> you know? It's so funny that you watch all these movies and they're going, rabbit food. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very necessary food. Um, Another one uh, that you're going to get in the nutritional yeast is choline, C-H-O-L-I-N-E. That has to be present in order to um, make it. So you have this manufacturing plant for making myelin sheath, and if one component's missing, the whole manufacturing process is shut down. You need every one of these nutrients in order to make myelin sheath. So uh, another one uh, that's absolutely positively necessary is the uh, biotin, and in larger amounts. So I, I, that's, I got to check by that one because that's, you need that in larger amounts. And so the biotin, uh, there's a lot of places to get it, so just get your food and be able to break that food down. And number one thing I've got for biotin uh, then would be eggs, but then if you don't do eggs, avocados. 
good source of biotin. Uh, bananas, peanuts, sunflower seeds, walnuts, pecans, almonds, legume sprouts, sweet potatoes, cauliflower, carrots, spinach, broccoli, tomatoes, and of course, nutritional yeast. So, those are foods we have to have in order to make this myelin sheet to repair it. Right. So that you That's don't, a lot. I so mean, you don't have these signals going every which way in your body and affecting organs and other processes because they're escaping from the nerves, which is sending the, the signals, because the myelin sheet's been deteriorated. Exactly. And as we, as we went through it um, last week and then this week, that's a lot of stuff to be doing. It is. Well, I but mean, if, you, if you follow Dr. Christopher's uh, recommendations and eat fresh raw produce, you're going to get most everything. Fresh raw, raw produce, whole, whole grains, and nuts and seeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's what he says. He gets it all in there together. But some people are a little lazy and don't do quite as well with that. And in the, in the, in the meantime, stay away from electromagnetic fi- magnetic fields. Right. If you're having a problem there, stay away from something that's going to damage even exactly. more. Exactly. Okay. So... Uh, I took all this information, and I saw that we could get most everything in the food we ate, but there are some certain things that we should have more in abundance and, and the concentrated. So, The number one thing I put in this formula for nerve sheath repair would be skullcap. And I've got more of that in this than other, other things because it is so specific for nerves and nerve repair from the studies I was looking at. Skullcap came up. So Skullcap's the number one thing we want in there. And then I, uh, for the zinc and other reasons, vitamin C and things, uh, bilberry is in there. Um, And of course, (laughs) it's kind of hard finding the lithium. Mm -hmm. And so definitely that formula had to have cayenne pepper in it. So... For nerve sheath repair, we have the skullcap, we have the bilberry, we have the cayenne. Um, and of course, what did we talk about a lot? You can go out and get your own nutritional yeast, but I put nutritional yeast in this formula just to make sure that the people were getting that. Because all those things that are in the nutritional yeast are absolutely necessary for making this myelin sheath, for repairing it. Um... I've got things right here. Yeah. So the the nutritional yeast uh, has the the vitamin. Oh yeah, vitamin B twelve. Something that you don't you don't normally find in food because right. yeah, and it's absolutely necessary for making myelin sheet. This is one one of the principal ingredients is vitamin B twelve. And unfortunately, plants don't make vitamin B12. And animals don't make vitamin B12. Because, you know, they're always going, oh, if you're a vegetarian, you're going to be B12 deficient because animals, uh, where are you going to get your B12? Well, maybe your animals will have B12 if them, like us, get their B12 from bacteria that's in our colon. So in our, in our uh, intestinal tract, we have these um, microorganisms, these uh, 
friendly flora that consume our mucosa and they excrete their waste, which is vitamin B12. Mm -hmm. So we're actually producing B12 in our intestinal tract all the time. And the body uptakes that B12 for our needs. So it's not like our creator said, oh, we don't need to put B12 in food because... Well, they do need it, so, but, but, but really, there, there's no need having it in the plants if you're making it inside your colon. Mm -hmm. So vitamin B12, necessary. And you get that from nutritional a bacteria, yeast. a yeast, by, uh, uh, nutritional yeast creates B12. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get B12 there. Uh, also, as far as animals having B12, they, they did studies, and they showed that they had B12 in their flesh, you know. But they probably tested animals that hadn't been given antibiotics. And if they raise animals on antibiotics their whole life, guess what? They're not going to have any B12. Because it's not the animal that makes it. It's the flora that they've just destroyed with the, with the antibiotics. Duh. <laughs> All right. Let's go on. So... Um, for the omega-3s, uh, we've got flax in the formula. Um, for the iodine, of course, we have kelp. And then remember I told you that they found that it's not necessarily a substance in it, but that it, it is there to help repair the, the sheath, and that was lion's mane. Right. Isn't that interesting? And then for that uh, uridine, of course, of course, we have hops in the formula. So these are some of the things you just, maybe you do all these foods Dr. Christopher talked about and you're not getting these specific ones. These are the ones you're going to get it in. So hops. Mm -hmm. So we also put in here ginkgo biloba. And like cayenne, ginkgo biloba is a um, stimulant, and it provides the myelinated oxons for nerve sheath repair. So there, there's a substance that's in ginkgo that is specific for making myelin sheath. Here's another one, dandelion. We put dandelion in because it supplies a myriad of nutri nutrients, especially iron, which has to be present in the manufacture of myelin. So dandelion. And that's something that's very nutritious, has a lot of nutrients in it. And a lot of those nutrients, like iron, uh, people aren't getting. Right. And if, not, if they're getting it, they're not using it. And we mentioned uh, before about the raw cacao, and it's got the raw cacao in it, which is your highest source of iron in a food. I don't think you've ever formulated anything that had raw cacao in it before, have you? I have not, no. I think that's awesome to put that in there. So there will the, that's the formula we put together for nerve sheath repair. So is that what the formula is called? I don't know what the formula is called. <laughs> it's not on the market yet, or is it on the market? Um, I think it's going to be fairly soon. Wow, everybody. So It might just be called nerve sheath. I'm not sure. So you can be looking at that from Holistic Botanicals, the nerve sheath repair formula. formula. You might not even say repair. It just might say nerve sheath 
accordingly. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Because these nutrients definitely um, make up the nerve sheath. Mm-hmm. So this is that's needed for it. So, um, are there other things that would affect the nerve sheath besides electrical things? You know, wires overhead. I mean, do we just, as you get older, does it just kind of wear out? Also. I don't think our creator gave us a body that things are just going to wear out and we're all just going to have nervous disorders and jerks and, and you know, uh, spasmodic anythings, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that was the plan. I, mm-hmm. I think uh, it's supposed something that you just make for the rest of your life if mm-hmm. you've got the nutrients to go in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're ever supposed to not have it. So what kind of things uh, also damage it? Heavy metals. Mm-hmm. So when you put heavy metals into your system, you know they may do what they're supposed to do for that short period of time, but as long as they're in there, they will damage cell structure 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, every year of a decade, as long as those metals are still in your body, and they tend to stay in your body unless you do something active about getting them out. Mm-hmm. And so um, a, lot, a lot of people's immune systems are just deficient. There's just so much pulling at them and so much stress and, and so much uh, eating the wrong foods. Well, when you eat the wrong foods, you don't get any nutrients that's going to help your body, that's for sure. And, there's, and the standard American diet is just chuck full of all the wrong foods. And uh, why do we eat those foods? They have calories in them, mm-hmm. and calories are what we use for energy. So we eat those foods because they have those calories in them. But if those calories don't have the nutrients necessary for keeping our cell structure strong and active, then we're going to have problems. And if we're constantly destroying cells, weakening cells, uh, with this influx of heavy metals, then, yeah, we're going to have some real problems. And uh, we got to stop putting heavy metals into our body. I agree. And what was the first thing Dr. Christopher was uh, just really on? I mean, it was just like he was on a crusade to get people to stop using it. Aluminum. Oh, yeah. He says, take your cookware out and bury it. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, No aluminum foil. He's a no aluminum uh, antiperspirants. Mm -hmm. No, you stay away from aluminum. And, you know, people go, oh, au contraire, Dr. Christopher, uh, that's one of the main elements in the earth structure. Well, so who's correct? They both are. If you, if you look at the earth structure, there's aluminum all through the world, except on the surface. It's all underneath. We've actually had to take aluminum out of the earth and utilize it. And then, then they proliferate it. They put it everywhere. I mean... And, and they've seen the results of aluminum being in the environment. Aluminum causes all kinds of problems with wildlife and wild plants and things. You know, you get mutations going on that they're never there without the aluminum being present. Mm-hmm. It, it, it damages cell structure. And so uh, what do we do with aluminum? Well, again, we cook with it. Uh, so maybe that's one of the first things. Take a, a aluminum pot, and, and you know now they've got coatings and things. You know that you might not see this, 
but just a straight aluminum pot from the old days, you know. Put water in it, put it on the stove, boil the water, take it off, pour it into a, a glass container, and guess what you got? A colored... I mean, there was nothing there. It was just a pot and water, and you've got colored water because it's those metals coming out of the water. Isn't that interesting? Out of, out of, the, out of the metal mm-hmm. into the water. So, yeah, Dr. Christopher just warned people about aluminum, and then, then he finds out that they're injecting into people. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and do you know why they put aluminum in vaccines? Why is that? It's called an adjuvant. Oh, yeah. So as far as a vaccine is concerned, in order for it, it to work, and, and you know, it's, it's vaccines don't protect anybody from anything. That's not their purpose. The only thing that can protect you from a virus or bacteria is your immune system. And, and the reason they have vaccines, and this is what they discovered, was that uh, if the immune system is exposed to a little bit of antigen, that would be a disease, a part of a disease. If they're exposed to this disease in a small amount, a healthy body, your immune system is going to pick up on that and be prepared for when you actually get the disease. Your immune system doesn't have to go through like 20 days of uh, research and manufacture to make uh, a counter uh, specific for that particular invader. That once you, if you're exposed to it early, then it's going to be ready to go, and you don't have that lag time. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. And so, in in, in doing a vaccine, and, and I'm totally I'm totally on board with um, I guess you would call it not vaccination but immunization. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the name vaccine from a cow, vodka, you know. <laughs> but anyway. Immunization, I totally believe in that you do expose a healthy immune system to a little bit of the disease so it can trigger itself and uh, be ready for when the disease actually comes along. Mm-hmm. I totally believe in that. I don't believe in what these guys are doing, these pharmaceutical companies, that they put out such dangerous products that in 1984, Congress had to pass a bill in making them not responsible for their products. It's the only industry in America where you're not responsible for your products. For the damage you're For the damage that products can cause. Right. They have a get-out-of-jail-free card. If you're making a vaccine, then you can't be held liable for it. So that goes to what they call vaccine court. And then vaccine court, which is run by the same agency that's going to have to pay you money if they damaged you. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to to even win in that court. But uh, that's where it all goes to, is is that. And even with that, even how hard it is to get it, there's been billions of dollars, I think $4 billion, and this was a decade ago, paid out in damages. And now there's been more damage from this last vaccine, this uh, COVID vaccine, than all the other uh, vaccines put together. Right. That's how bad that one was. Exactly. The damage that it's caused. Exactly. And they haven't even scratched the surface because most people don't even... Well, they even came out at the beginning and said, well, this will help you not get COVID. This will prevent you from getting COVID, which was totally, totally wrong. So at least some of the other vaccines work on on alerting the immune system, you know, but it's the dangers of them that's the problem, not, not... 
not the theory. The theory is correct. It's the way they make them. Exactly. And so they look at the antigen and they go, do you know how much it costs to make this antigen? You know what we'll do is we'll just put less antigen in, but then the immune system might not you know, recognize it. So we'll, we'll, we'll put the smaller amount of antigen in because it's going to cost us less, and then we'll put this uh, adjuvant, like aluminum, which you put aluminum in the body, in the body and it just goes crazy. Yeah. It's like, that's not supposed to be here. And yeah. the immune system just charges up against this aluminum. And what they're hoping, this is the theory, they don't know it for sure, but what they're hoping is that because of the... Uh, the adjuvant. Adjuvant. Because of the adjuvant, um, the body's going to also look at the antigen that's in the smaller amounts and react to that too. That's mm. the whole point of adjuvant. <laughs> A very cheap substance to make up for the more expensive... Um, antigen that they would have to produce yeah so this new vaccine then you have to worry about it that at all right because there is no um antigen in the new vaccines what they did is they very inexpensively made a false signal for your cell structure and has your cell structure produce the antigen aren't they brilliant and Crazy. the problems that are happening are unbelievable. But anyway, that, that's beyond the point. Um, how do we get there? I don't know, but I would. Oh, yeah, you were saying what things damage yeah. the nerve sheath, and that's definitely one of them, aluminum. But I want to go back to the nerve sheath formula. Yes. What would be the recommended dosage? Do you know with all formulas, um, a standard dose would be two capsules three times a day? And what's nice about herbs is that they're not toxic. And so if you want to, if you think, oh, it's doing me some good but not enough, you can always take more. But you start at the doses, it's on the label, and you can take more than that. And you can adjust you it as you need Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I think that's what I love about these formulas. But this formula especially, we're telling people, this will help you with some of those rare ones that you don't get as much of. You're just going to the grocery store. And even if you are eating nothing but fresh produce, right. this, is, this is saying, this is in addition to a good diet. I don't think this is going to solve your problem. This is going to solve your problem along with a good diet. Mm -hmm. Okay. We don't have to make that claim on any other ones, but this one, especially, you do the good diet and get all those nutrients that are necessary for your body to make cell structure and then add these in because you might not find them in your regular foods and you might not be breaking them down properly. And so let's eat the good food Let's um, break it down. Let's assimilate it. And, you know, we talked about the breakdown, and, and we talked about the assimilation as far as having your friendly flora. You take antibiotics. You can't, uh, you can't assimilate. Exactly. So all those things are important. And then this, this formula, I think, will be a godsend. I think so, too. So, Great know, job. Yeah. Thank you, David. Until next time, be happy. Have a healthier you. <laughs>